You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. Welcome to Soul Satisfaction for Women Radio. I'm Lisa Page, and it's so good to have you on today's call. As I was preparing for the call today, I have to say there's so much rich content that I want to share with you. I had to rein it in because there's only so much time that we have on this call and what I want to share with you, I want for you to be able to take away and use. So I had to harness the power of my masculine riverbank so that the flow of my Creativity didn't just disperse everywhere. I really want for it to be something you can use straight away today. So the topic for today is sacred shadow work for the feminine. And this was inspired because I recently did a three-part shadow work training for the women in my goddess embodiment circle. And if you don't already know, the goddess embodiment circle is a virtual women's circle that I run. You're very welcome to ask more about it. Uh, You can just email me. And the, in fact, I can tell you a little bit more about it later on if you'd like. Essentially what happened was uh, the women in the Goddess Embodiment Circle have uh, fortnightly calls, calls with me every two weeks. Uh, I teach and there's there's, uh, group coaching. And I also put all of my trainings in there. So the... Uh, Art of Deeper Loving, the uh, the Life, Love and Intimacy Home Study Program, the Breathe Baby Breathe Program. Every new program I come up with goes into there. There's this in fantastic digital resource library. And so part of my uh, commitment to these women was uh, that I would share with them some sacred shadow work for the feminine. And so I did a three-part training and I was so inspired by what we explored together and the transformation that the women in the circle experienced that I thought I really have to share with you as a part of the Soul Satisfaction for Women radio show tribe, share with you uh, a taste of the secret of of the sacred shadow work for the feminine. Obviously, we can't do a three-part training in this call, but we can certainly dive into some shadow work in a way that is deep and rich and potent that you can then take away into your life. So here's what we will be exploring. We'll explore what I really believe is the secret to shadow work that takes it from a cognitive process, so just thinking about it, to an embodied reality. And that's important if you want real life and lasting transformation. We'll also explore how to dissolve your fears so you can liberate your Shakti. And I will share with you my definition of Shakti in this context. But what we're talking about here is your feminine superpowers. And we'll also explore how to stop repeating those unconscious patterns that keep you stuck or sabotage what you most deeply desire to experience in your life, in your love, in your sex and in your intimacy. So firstly, here's how today's call will flow. I'll start by sharing with you logistics so you know how to ask your questions and get the most out of the call. This is a live call, so there will be an opportunity for you to speak with me in person. So then we'll dive into main teachings once I've shared the logistics with you. And then after that, I'll open up the lines for your questions. So here are the logistics. First of all, my invitation is this. You've made the commitment to yourself to be here today. So my invitation to you is to literally switch off anything that would distract you from being in this circle. Give yourself the gift of the next 60 minutes and just see what magic arises. I can tell you every time you do that, you commit to yourself so fully that you say no to distractions. You say no to just for 60 minutes to the needs of others and just 
dive into your own exploration, you come out of it so incredibly nourished and empowered that you can give way more to everyone else in your life anyway. So put a Do Not Disturb sign up. If you're listening via the webcast button, shut down all the other files and tabs. Really just be here now. There are two ways to ask me questions. One is to raise your hand and speak with me in person. So if you've dialed in via the telephone, via Skype, or via the web call button, which some of you will have access to, then you go to the dial pad and you press star two to raise your hand. If you're listening in via the webcast, you can't speak with me live and in person, but you can uh, chat with me so you can put your type your message into the question box I will see that and I will answer you that question and then I'll say to you okay uh, do you have any further questions and you can ask another question so you don't get to speak with me live you're typing I'm speaking but it is another way to ask a question if you're listening via the webcast and you realize that you want to speak with me live then instead click on the web call button or if you don't have access to that, dial in to one of the numbers provided on the radio show page. I'd also invite you to have a pen and paper handy for notes because there's something that you're here to hear and you want to make the most of it. So let me introduce myself very quickly. If you're new to the show today, I'm Lisa Page, the founder of SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com and I've been wholeheartedly exploring the deeper truths of life, love and intimacy for more than 20 years now and sharing my passion for what I've discovered uh, for at least the last 15 plus years now, working with women and couples from around the world um, as a speaker, as a writer, as a sacred intimacy and relationship coach. And in all those years, I want to share with you the one most I believe, powerful discovery I've made. And that's this. There's one thing that changes everything. And it's this. It's one thing to have a new realisation, an aha moment, an insight, right? An intuition, a new awareness. That's fantastic. It's another thing to feel just how important that is to you, that new realisation. But until you can drop that into your body, nothing happens, nothing changes. Because your body is what does and does not in the world. It's through your body that you speak or you don't speak. It's through your body that you relate with another or don't relate, that you make love or you don't make love. So your body... When, when that realisation drops from the aha moment into a deep feeling of how important it is and then drops into your body, that's where the magic happens. What I find is that most women who come to me for help with their life, love or their sex and intimacy, where they're stuck is in that place of the embodiment. Because let's face it, there's a plethora of information out there. You can Google pretty much anything. If it's really important to you, you'll feel strongly about it. But unless you know how to embody those new insights and the learnings and the discoveries, then you're kept in this floundering of uh, painful wanting and wishing and the agony of, of not experiencing yourself and your relationships and your life and your sex and intimacy in the way you most deeply desire. And that's where you and I meet. That's where you and I meet today because we're going to be speaking about embodiment and that's where you and I meet every time we speak, whether it's by email, in person, through the radio show, through my videos. I want to give you the gift of accessing your own power of embodiment. So with that in mind, let's dive into... The circle. So just for a moment, unless you're driving, if you're driving, keep your eyes open. But just for a moment, if you're not driving or doing anything dangerous, close your eyes and let your breath become full all the way down into your belly. 
feel your feet on the earth, on the ground, and bring yourself here, now. Beautiful. And just allow yourself to be present to yourself and to what's unfolding in each and every moment. As you are doing this, so is every other woman, every other woman in this circle. And so is every other woman who ever listens to this podcast. And please know that the power of your presence does make a difference right now. When you're truly present, you ripple that out to everyone else in this circle. And everyone else is called to be even more present as well. So my invitation to you is to sustain that presence throughout the 60 minutes. Let this be 60 minutes of revelation, of nourishment, of exploration and of discovery for you. So... As we dive into Sacred Shadow Work for the Feminine today, here's my invitation to you, specific to this topic. Be curious, but not condemning. Lovingly notice, and then consciously choose. Okay, so be curious, not condemning. Be curious about what's in your shadow. But don't condemn yourself because you've put a part of yourself in the shadow. Condemning yourself is pointless. Just lovingly notice and then from that place consciously choose what's next. So let the adventure, let this be an ex exploration and adventure and let that adventure begin now here's why through all my years of working with my clients through my own personal experience my own journey into my own shadow lands my own facilitation of my clients doing the same my work with some pretty amazing teachers from around the world Here's what I know about shadow work. Within every fear, within every repressed feeling, every denial, every projection, every self-sabotage that you play out, there is a secret treasure just waiting for you to discover. And... That secret treasure, as far as I feel it and know it, is what I call a shakti, longing to be activated and embodied. And when I say shakti, I'm talking about, shakti is the personification or the embodiment of divine feminine energy. There are many different uh, definitions, but let's call her that. Beneath every feeling, there is a shakti. Beneath every part of you, there is a shakti, an energy derived from the source of all, that mysterious substance that lives and breathes us. Now, that shakti is a super power. So everything in your shadows, contains a superpower that's not yet activated. It's longing to be activated and embodied so that you may truly live the holiness, H-O-L-Y, that you are innately, so you can live that in the world. So my invitation is let your sacred shadow work begin today by shining the heart light of your conscious love onto these shadowy recesses of your personified self and step fully onto this path 
of genuine embodied liberation and empowerment. That is how I see sacred shadow work. That's why I believe that when we approach shadow work in the way that I'm going to teach you today, it is sacred because you are holy, whole and complete, W-H-O-L-E and whole E, capital H-O-L-Y. So as we explore today, be on the lookout for the Shakti beneath anything that you realize is in your shadows. You know, maybe it's a destructive pattern or a self-denial or a suppressed feeling. Anything you relegate to the shadow, a judgment of self or others, just know that beneath it there is a Shakti, there is a superpower, and you're the only one who can shine that heart light of your consciousness to reveal that Shakti, to embody that Shakti, that superpower. So you can then gift to the world. And you know, one of my teachers, David Data, always says that beneath your greatest fear is your greatest gift. And what if that were true for you? What if beneath what you've relegated to the shadow were a true superpower? So here's what I find exciting about shadow work and here's why it's so important that we dive into it like we are today and like I did into in the Goddess Embodiment Circle three-part training. It's because, first of all, if you're even listening to this, you're on the precipice of real and authentic empowerment, capital P. If you don't explore what's in your shadow, you'll be operated by it. That's the truth. So one of the ways that I describe what's in the shadow and how it runs you is this. You know those big old boats, the ones where you have the rowers down below, okay? It's very dark and dingy down there. And the captain of the ship is at the helm and there's total light so he can see everything on the horizon she can see everything on the horizon right can see everyone who's above deck but down below in those old days it was pretty dark and dingy so in this example the the captain of the ship maybe you said i want to go to tahiti aka i want to drink more water every day i want to liberate my sexuality i want to embody my power with this person with that family member whatever it is right but in this example the captain of the ship wants to go to tahiti now here's the thing in those big old ships the rudder and the power is down below so if those rowers down below are afraid of bad weather, do you think the captain of the ship is going to get to Tahiti? If they're deathly afraid, there's no way they're going to power that boat to get to Tahiti, right? If they think it would be better to go somewhere else, what happens is conflict. And that's what happens is there's this conflict going on within us all the time until we are consciously aware of what is driving those rowers down below to not want to go to Tahiti, to not want to speak your truth. Okay, so we're shining the loving, the, the heart light of your consciousness onto what's in the shadow so that you don't leave your power unclaimed, so you don't repeat old patterns, so you don't destroy or sabotage what your heart most deeply desires, whether it be in relationship, out of relationship, in connection with others. The other thing, the other reason shadow work is so important is because there is, when you, when you, can I describe this? We'll talk more about judgment. For now, just know that whatever you judge in others, 
because you have not acknowledged it within yourself. It's in the shadow lands of your psyche. If you judge something as negative in another person, for example, you become separate from that person. You cause a separation. And that's incredibly painful for the deepest part of you because the deepest part of you wants to feel and know and trust the innate interconnection between you and everyone, you and everything. So this is where this conflict arises. You feel separate and there's a conflict about that as well as a conflict with the other. So shadow work is truly a powerful path to your own evolution. It helps you to reveal what's true for you and it also helps you to reveal truth, capital T, whilst letting go of illusion and patterning. It's also a beautiful path for maturation emotionally, spiritually, because when you do this sacred shadow work, you begin to take full responsibility. You no longer hold back. You're fully expressed. You contact your own truth, your own illusions, and you consciously choose what you're going to live, what you're going to embody. So you free yourself. Now, as you know, a lot of the work that I do with women is around intimacy and relationship. And whilst we don't have the time to go deep into sexuality in shadow work as we did in the shadow work training in the goddess embodiment circle, we will touch on a little bit today. Just know that exploring your shadow, what's in your shadow sexually, helps you to awaken desires that have been there but you haven't had the courage to acknowledge. It helps you to free you from fears, to consciously choose and not live by the taboos of cultural society it helps you to open as a full embodiment of the innately sexually free woman that you are but perhaps had suppressed so in relationship it's important to know that anything that you play out dysfunctionally is coming is, is happening because those rollers down below are in charge instead of your conscious intention. So it can, re it can result in unhealthy, intimate and sexual relationships. You can attract dysfunction. You can repeat old patterns. So let's share a little bit about how you can tell when something in your shadow is, shall we say, coming up. So one of the ways is when you have an intense reactive feeling. So let's say someone says they don't like your dress. It's trivial to some, to others, maybe not. If you have a desperate fear of disapproval, you'll react rather than respond. You'll feel triggered by it. Maybe you'll lash out. Maybe you'll shrink back, depending on what your habitual pattern response is. So you can tell that something's coming. You can tell that your shadow is running a show in any given moment because you have a, an overreaction to something. You don't receive it as information that you consume and digest or an opinion of another. Instead, it, the reaction you have kind of overwhelms you. Whereas when you are in a moment where you totally love who you are and you're totally okay whether someone likes your dress or not, You'll take it on board as information, as their opinion. And there's that feeling in your body of, yeah, I get you don't like this dress, but you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I like me. I like me in this dress. 
and you don't make it mean anything negative about yourself. So feelings can be in the shadow, beliefs, behaviours, uh, characteristic traits. But here's what I want to say, and I hope you'll remember this. Let's say you have a feelings that you relegated into the shadow. Let's say anger, for example. We'll talk more about how to work with these. Let's say anger is something that you relegated to the shadow. You don't like giving it. You don't like receiving it. If you don't know how to feel it and own it, it'll own you. So maybe your anger, because it's pushed down and suppressed, will come up dysfunctionally. That is a total shrinking back and not speaking up at all. Maybe it's volcanic rage. Maybe it comes up as bitchy, whiny, naggy. But it will come up dysfunctionally. It can't move through you in a healthy, conscious way if it's in the shadow. So if you can feel it, you can own it. And when you own it, it no longer owns you. The other way to know when you're in the shadow lands or when the shadow is running the show is when you have a very strong negative judgment, when you're making others wrong. There's a difference between being wrong or right and just expressing your knowing. This is what I know. But you're not attached to everyone agreeing with you. And you don't feel pressured by having to agree with anyone else. So this piece around wrong and right versus knowing is really important. When you're making other people wrong, then you know there's something in your shadow. I mean, look at all of the politicians, for example. You know, the politicians who have ranted and raved about prostitution and how it's immoral and right. And then you see a scandal about that very same man being caught with a prostitute. Why is that? It's someone acting from their shadow over-the-top judgment, over-the-top reaction because they just can't own something about that within themselves. Whereas if you're at peace with the fact that you feel, for example, anger, you're, there's no need to make others wrong for being angry. There's no need to project your anger upon someone else. You won't make anyone else wrong. You may, won't make yourself wrong. You'll just accept there is a feeling of anger here and then you consciously work with that anger so that you can liberate the shakti, the superpower within that anger. What is it? Is it passion? Is it a no, a very clear boundary? Is it fierce love in action? What is the superpower within that anger for you? For everyone, it will be different. So this is your work. Maybe there's a holding back. This is another... When you find yourself, when you lovingly notice yourself holding back, just know that there's something in the shadow running the show. Because if you're holding back a part of you unconsciously, it is like an anchor and it drags other parts of you down with it. So if you're afraid to reveal all of who you are, what if you're actually denying the world your very best bits, the very best part of you because you're afraid to reveal all of who you are. How will you even know all of who you are if you're not willing to 
shine this love, light, heart, consciousness onto what you've put in the shadow and begin to bring it out and embody her. So holding back something because you either are completely unaware of it, it's that deep in the shadow, or you're afraid of it, or you judge it as negative, or for whatever reason, holding something back and putting it in the shadow means you rob yourself of embodying its shakti, its superpower, and you rob the rest of the world. This could be your greatest gift. So what gets relegated to the shadow are thoughts, feelings, beliefs, judgments, values, energies in all realms, characteristic traits, all realms of your life, sexually, spiritually, professionally, parentally, as a friend, as a mother, as a daughter, right? In all ways, your work is to become so lovingly aware of what's in your shadow that you can actually begin this process that I want to start taking you through to liberate the Shakti, to liberate the superpower within it, to liberate the wisdom, to integrate it into your everyday life, your everyday living. So you can embody this wholeness, this holiness that you are more and more and more every day. You have to remember fear is a powerful rower down there in that ship that we've been talking about. That fear, any fear is a very, very, very strong rower. It's a very strong force. One of the biggest fears for the feminine heart is the loss of love. Because you're just not in that moment remembering that you are love with a capital L. Right, so you act from fear because you feel losing love. Maybe it's in the form of sex. Maybe it's in the form of approval. Maybe it's in the form of something else. But one of the biggest fears for the feminine heart is loss of love. For the masculine heart, the masculine part of you is the loss of freedom. And as a human being, I, I would say that probably one of the biggest fears aside from death is, uh, and the loss of love is humiliation. I mean, think about what the fear of humiliation causes us to do and not do, to hold back and not hold back, to relegate parts of us into the shadow because we fear humiliation. It's pretty powerful stuff. So I want to take you through a process that I shared with the Women in My Goddess Embodiment Circle that I feel are the, the, the beginning foundational steps to this sacred shadow work. Because where do you start, right? There are many different ways, but if you do this, wow, you're on a very potent path for revealing and embodying and living all of who you are. So the first place is here. Ground yourself in your innate worthiness. Remind yourself that you are love. There's nothing missing. You are love. Therefore, innate worthiness exists because it's not even a question, your worthiness. It's just not. Ground yourself in that. In the power that resides within you, the love that resides within you, and the knowing, the remembering that you are whole. It's just that you're yet to see it. It's like there's this, cave down below and you haven't yet shone this heart light of your loving consciousness onto everything that's in the cave it's there you just can't see it so you are whole 
you are love. So start with the knowing of that, the grounding yourself into that, not grinding yourself into it, grounding like as in landing and being present to that knowing, embodying it, trusting it, allowing it, remembering it, recognizing it, recognizing that you are that. That's the first step. The second step is Begin to notice, lovingly notice what triggers you. Like I was saying before, this is an indicator that you're operating from the shadow. So what triggers you? What drives you freaking crazy and you find yourself reacting way over the top? Is it that people are inconsiderate assholes, right? Some people, oh, the, the whole idea of people being so inconsiderate when you are so considerate right what is it that you overreact to what is it that you're overly attached to people places opinions beliefs what do you repeat over and over again even though you don't consciously want to so these are things these are like doorways is to lovingly walk through and begin to notice. Like I was saying, this piece around wrong and right versus your knowing is really important because you lose connection with the other. As soon as you see a woman walking down the street, you say, well, she looks pretty slutty because you have not yet embodied and embraced and fallen totally in love with the slutty part of you. As soon as you project the negative judgment on her, you're denying the Shakti that would exist within the allowing and the embodiment of that sexual freedom that that exists within what you might term as, as slutty or maybe it's rude or maybe it's overbearing or maybe it's selfish. But as soon as you see a woman walk past you and you judge her as negative, let that be your ding. That's your moment. You go, oh, wow. Clearly, I've not yet embraced and embodied that part of myself. That is gold, that recognition. Because now your work begins to explore where you are that, why you're ashamed of it, why you don't like it, what beliefs you have about it. And you begin to do the exploration work to start to excavate the gold when you don't do that, you separate yourself from that woman, from the other, from your partner, from your parent, from your child, from your work colleague. And you forget that you are this divine being, this embodied feminine goddess who is truly interconnected with everything. You forget that for a moment. Don't let it drag you away from the remembering of this holiness, this wholeness you are. Really use it as a light bulb moment to go, okay, there's gold here for me to uncover. Maybe you overvalue something and you get really attached to it. Maybe you undervalue something, you avoid, you feel ashamed of, you don't like it in others. Just lovingly notice. And if there's pain involved in it, let that pain be a doorway. Just lovingly shine the light of your conscious awareness on those places. When you're doing this shadow work, the reason I keep saying be loving in it is because if there's a part of you hiding down in the basement of the shadowy recesses, it's almost like a distraught child. You don't charge at her like a bull at a gate, do you? You don't charge at a distraught child like a bull at a gate. You're loving. You, you help her to see the light of what's actually going on. You, you support her and you just tenderly, lovingly approach her and work with her. So ground yourself in your innate worthiness, number one. Number two, begin to notice what triggers you so you know it's a piece of your shadow. The third thing is to use the light of your awareness to become intimate with it. So see it. 
shine the loving heart of your conscious awareness of it and become intimate by seeing it fully. Maybe you have to step back a little bit so you can see it in focus and then gently step forward, but become intimate with it. Then you won't get swept away by it. Remember what I said before, if you can feel it, you can own it. If you can own it, it won't own you. So use the light of your loving awareness to become intimate with what's in your shadow. As soon as you shine the light, you're no longer blissfully, blissfully ignorant. And that's a really good thing. It's not like there's something to fix. It's just something to... It's something that contains a shakti, a superpower. Why would you not want to liberate that and embody that? The fourth piece is embodied practice. And I'm really going to say practice, practice, practice. This is how I work with practice. When there's something new that I want to embody, I create a daily ritual to remind me to embody it. And then I also create practices for in the moment. So when whatever's in the shadow comes up in the moment, my volcanic anger or my shrinking back and hiding from the world, that has happened. <laughs> um, what I do is I have an in the moment practice so I can catch myself as quick as I can and do that practice to lovingly shine the light of my consciousness onto what's in the shadow and bring myself back into conscious choice. And I have to say, one of the ways that I do this with my partner and with myself is just to simply say it out loud. So if I'm having a conversation with my partner and I can feel something in the shadows taking over because I'm starting to get really reactive, I'll literally say out loud, wow, I notice I'm feeling really reactive right now. And the very virtue of saying it is incredibly liberating. If you can say that to yourself, that's fantastic too. You can say it to your partner. It's beautiful because then you can use loving humor to work with it together. But if you keep it locked down in the basement, you can't work with it. So acknowledging it out loud really helps as well. And also know the signs. What's the lead up? There's always a lead up. You can't tell me there's not a lead up. <laughs> there is always a lead up. So this really is the secret to shadow work that takes it from a cognitive process into an embodied reality is embodied practice as well as in the moment practice. The fifth piece is notice what happens when you're stressed or really exhausted because when you are really stressed or exhausted, your nervous system is way more frayed and you know what it's like when you're tired, you snap more easily. You need to be nourished. So just acknowledge, okay, clearly I must be undernourished. Let that be your primary responsibility and that's number six. Let being deeply nourished be your primary responsibility. No one else can do that for you. Only you can do that for yourself, truly. So anytime you find yourself saying, you, I never have time for me, then wake up and actually acknowledge that you're not claiming time for you. Because it's your responsibility. This is a big one and I get this. I have to do it from myself every day. I have to remind myself. I'm a partner. I'm a mother. I run a business. I have clients. Um, you know, I have a life like you, like everyone. And uh, it's, I know from personal experience and from my client, every time I'm working with a client and she wants to do real deep transformational work, the first port of call is deep self-nourishment. Because then your nervous system is really flexible. You're far more likely to make change when your nervous system is flexible. You're also far less likely to revert to those old habits and not consciously shine that light of loving consciousness onto whatever's coming up you're more likely to be swept away by it snapped your roots are just pulled out by the roots and you're taken uh, into the eye of the storm number seven is love yourself in it and i really mean that again and again and again love yourself in this you've got to be so compassionate with yourself the more you love yourself in this work rather than making yourself wrong. Remember I said be curious. 
rather than condemning. Love yourself in this. This is powerful work. Now, what I want to do is open up to your questions. So right now, for those of you who are on the line listening uh, live with your phone or Skype or web call, uh, click on the dial pad right now, star two, and share your insights or your questions. And trust me, everything you share will be valuable. Even if you just open up the line and you say, oh my goddess, I just realized da 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 is in the shadow. Perfect. When you say your revelation out loud to someone, and this is a beautiful sacred space to do that, it is the very next step to embodying the transformation that you desire. So it no longer sabotages you. So press star two now to raise your hand. While you're doing that, I'm going to check to see if there is any other questions in the question box. Now, I have just received a question from Diane in San Francisco saying, hi, we've lost the signal, question mark. We shouldn't have lost the signal. So Diane, if you wrote that, can you please type back in that you can hear me now? And for those of you who are on the conference line, just so that I know you can actually hear me, can you all please just press, or can someone press star two to raise your hand so that I know that I'm not speaking to the wide abyss of nothingness. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you, Marsha. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to open the line to Marsha in case she was opening her line to have a celebration. In the meantime, the other women on the line, raise your hand. I'd love to hear you. So, hello, Marsha. Oops, Marsha, are you hello. there? Hi. Yeah. Hi. Uh, welcome. So you could hear me all okay? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And what for you, do you have a question or a celebration or an insight that, that's come to you from the, from the show today? Still, still thinking about it all. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. So, no questions. No. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Well, so long as I know that everyone can hear me, that's great. So, all right. Thank you for raising your hand. I appreciate that. Okay. If you change your mind and you have a question, let me know. So, all right. I'll mute Marsha's line. I'll pop her hand down. So, you press star two to raise your hand. We have ten minutes for your questions. So I'll check on the webcast to see if there are any other questions there. And if I don't get any raised hands, then I guess I'll have to finish the show here. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So Diane can hear me no problem. Excellent. Okay. So star two to raise your hand. I can see you all there. Don't be shy. Even if you just share... An insight. You know, one of the things that I really know about women's work is when you share one insight, it really ripples out to everyone else. So, beautiful. I have one hand raised and this is Marjorie, I believe. Yes, hello. Hi, welcome. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Fine. Thank you. Um, Good. Yeah, Shadow work, isn't it amazing? <laughs> mm, absolutely. It's really something, yes. Um, I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about, um, I've been studying um, uh, the different archetypes of the divine, archetypes of the divine feminine. Uh-huh. And in doing that, we talk about the qualities of each of the archetypes. And, and with each of those, there is a shadow. So yes. it's like, you know... Um, I'm sort of coming around to the idea that a shadow is supposed to be there. It's 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 natural. It's um it's not necessarily 
it's not a bad thing, obviously. Mm. And it's like it's something that um, is just part of the way things are, you know. There's mm-hmm. going to be the light and the dark, so. Absolutely. So, and Yeah. It's it's absolutely true. I mean, there are many different ways to approach shadow work. Essentially, whether you're... Uh, when I'm talking about shadow work here, I'm talking about what you relegate to the shadow. A lot of people think of darker energy, what we might call darker energy, but something like joy, a lighter energy, for example, could be relegated to the shadow, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I'm talking about shadow lands here, I'm talking about what is in the shadows of your psyche that that are, you're unaware of and therefore unable to access the, uh, the superpower, the Shakti of. Because as you're exploring with each... Uh, goddess or each divine feminine archetype there is naturally every quality has a shadow aspect to it it's not possible to not have the shadow without the light so it's integrating that it's recognizing that and it's um the way that i'm talking about it is within that shadow what you might perceive as negative because someone's told you it was wrong. I mean, let's look at um, anger, for example. Some people think that anger is wrong. You should be peaceful all the time. Well, if there was only, uh, if you do that, if you make anger wrong and you put it into the shadow, then how can you access the passion within the heart of that anger? How can you access that no that says don't harm children, that says that, you know, that, that the open-hearted wrath that says um, of Kali, of, of Durga, of any goddess archetype, right? So the conscious exploration allows you to see both, to see all, this holiness, this holistic, and to access the superpower within. And what you're saying is right. I mean... There would be no, we, are, we live in a dual natured embodied existence. There is no up without down. There is no good without evil. There is no light without dark. There is no function without dysfunction. So if we make that wrong, then something else is in the shadow. Does that make sense? You trade down deeper deeper into the rabbit hole. Yes, exactly. So... So it's like, you know, it's to, to me. It's like when when I say that the, each of the archetypes has a shadow quality, the mm. the shadow quality is the part of ourselves that we don't want to own, that we want to keep it in the dark, whether it's so called yeah. good or bad. And yeah, so, exactly. bringing it into the light, then it then it becomes is no longer a shadow anymore. <laughs> exactly. Once you once you put the put your consciousness to it, once it becomes I guess you could also say coming from the subconscious into the into the consciousness. Mm, yeah. But it's you know, it's still part of um we we love uh, we loved our shadow as well as our light. So exactly. if you can love if you can love yourself knowing that there are hidden parts of yourself that you don't want to own, and that's okay. You can you still you can still love that part of yourself. That Absolutely, that's the battle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I think you know that's why the pro, the number one in the process that I shared was love yourself in this. Let mm-hmm. yourself be lovingly curious, not condemning. The condemning is what traps us. And that's hard to do whenever it seems like, um, you know, we're wanting to um, change something. Of you course, know, wanting, and yeah. that's exactly right. It's like the women. It's like the women who say, "I want to lose weight because I, I don't like the way I look right now, and I'm wrong for looking this way." And the first step is love yourself as you are, and from that place. 
dive into the transformation. But there, there's, it's almost like there's this honouring of the sacred, that everything is sacred, everything. There's nothing that is not sacred. There is nothing. So diving into it with that degree of love, you know, it's like that frightened child in the basement, you know. It's been locked down there for years and years and years. You can't go and bullet a gate and go, you're wrong for being down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to go, hey. Right. You know, I see you. Wow, it's painful being down here. I'm, I'm so sorry that you're down here. And it's, you know, I, you know, I love you. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. let's talk. I, let's. Yeah, it's just that I think it. It's so, you know. Obviously, if it were so easy, we we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be having. The conversation. Uh, the conversation, yeah. So I think it, it, exactly. it's, a very simple, it's a very simple concept, but it's just not easy usually. In most cases, it's not so easy. You well, know, the psyche is complex. Say, yeah, you just say love, just love yourself. Well, if you could have loved yourself in the first place, you know, you wouldn't be, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't be there, and, you know, wouldn't yeah. be a problem. So, and so to that, I would say if you can approach anything, we've all had moments where we've closed our eyes and we've just felt that overflow of love that we are, whether it's with me on this call or whether you have a moment with a sunset or a loved one. We've all had moments where there's just been a feeling, a deep feeling of love, of overflow of love, right? If all we do is approach it from that space, then what we're doing is we're really approaching it with the wholeness, the holiness that we are, the love that we are embodied, rather than the fragmented part of the psyche that would go, this is wrong, got to be fixed, blah, blah, blah. The psyche is a complex thing, and yet the simplicity of truth is that everything goes way better when you're Exploring something from the fullness that you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine if you're with an intimate partner and your partner says something that makes you feel really angry? If you could freeze time for a moment, put it on the shelf, drop into this overflow of love you are, and from that place be lovingly curious as to, hmm, What's going on here? What's going on for my partner? What's going on for me? The whole scenario when you unfreezed the scene would be completely different because you would be lovingly curious, why am I shutting down? Why are they lashing out? Rather than condemning. Mm. So it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think as soon as we do become conscious of it, though, because each each moment is a is a new moment. It's a, it's a new chance to start exactly. fresh every single moment. So as soon as you, yeah. as, you know, rather than saying, or yeah, just you could even look at it like freeze frame and just stop, mm. you know, which obviously we can't mm. do that. So it's like as soon as we do become conscious, it might mm. take a while. So and maybe even angry words have been spoken in between those those mm-hmm. uh, you know that moment. But mm-hmm. still, you know, and sometimes you can't take those angry words back. But you know. We do. I mean, we we try. <laughs> we have to do mm. what we have to do. So, so yeah. as soon as soon as you become conscious of it, then you know. But I guess I guess it's the idea. Then the, hopefully the ideal would be to just be conscious as much as possible in every mm. every moment. You know. And that's why it's a process. I mean, essentially, if you can be lovingly aware that you have a tendency to whatever hold back when you're, um, and not speak your truth when you're with this person or whatever it is. Once you start to lovingly notice it, you can then do the unconscious work. I mean, that's a lot of the work that I do with women in session. You know, you do the unconscious work, you unravel those threads. Um, So you do that. And then that's why I love the embodiment practice. And so I'm saying one practice is the embodiment practice that you do. 
you know, do it for 21 days, like whatever it is. Like, okay, next time, let's say your what's been in the shadow is um, uh, expressing your sexuality through sound and movement, right? So maybe you make every day your practice to eat something really delicious and let your hips wiggle and your mm, ah, right? You just let the pleasure of the delicious strawberry move your bot move the sound and movement through your body naturally. Maybe you do that every day and then pretty soon the next time you're making love with your partner and you feel yourself freezing up, you have access to something you didn't previously access because you've been practicing embodying it outside of the real time moment. And then you've got the practice of the real time moment, seeing if you can stop, take a breath and and embody what is really moving through you rather than suppress it down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, practice, practice, practice. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you so much. That's a beautiful question. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Lisa. My pleasure. Okay, so I'll do another check. What I do want to say to all of you, I wanted to make a special announcement today. So, um, and then I want to... Uh, uh, share a, a comment and a question from someone I'll say anonymous because um, she said I'd rather not chat on air just yet, which is fine. What I want to say to you is this. This work is so critical. That's part of the reason why I did the three-part training for the women in the Goddess Embodiment Circle. And I want to invite you, if you feel moved, to email me for information on the Goddess Embodiment Circle and here's why. It is the most economical way of getting one-to-one access to me. It is um, it is Australian dollars only 97 a month. It's like a cup of coffee a day. And literally you get all of my trainings in there. You get access to a group coaching every two weeks. Anytime you have a question, you post it in there and I answer Um, normally within 24 hours so I answer and other women might chime in as well but it's a beautiful group of women from around the world I cannot tell you how powerful it is to explore this with other women and to learn from their questions so the goddess embodiment circle something that I wanted to um, share with you today as a one-time special offer is that for the first three women who email me today to join the Goddess Embodiment Circle, remember it's a membership. You can start it and you can do it forever. You can do it for however long you like. It's a monthly membership. Um, So you, for the first three women who join up today, I'm going to gift you with a one-hour coaching session with me as well, valued at $300. And we can work on shadow work or whatever else you want. You have instant access to everything in the Deep Resource Library. I don't want to be shy about this because I truly believe this is one of the most powerful circles that there are. And I just see the transformation that takes place with the women who are in the circle every day. And it just blows my heart wide open. So if that feels like something that you want to explore more of, then email me now. Lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. The first three women will also get a complimentary one-hour coaching session with me, valued at 300 And you can do it for as long as you want, or it's totally up to you. I just so invite you to, to dive in. I, when I think about it, you know, it's in AU dollars, so whatever that is, $70 or something US a month. It's like a cup of coffee a day or something. So it's a really sincere invitation for you so finally I know we're just over time there's a question in here let me just open it up that says you just said something that hits home my sense of playfulness and whimsy has faded into shadow oh what a beautiful revelation that aspect of my personality was frowned upon that said I'd rather not chat upon chat on the on air just yet okay so you know who you are. I won't say your name out loud just in case you don't want me to mention it. So what a beautiful revelation. So whimsy and playfulness. So then you want to explore and unravel for yourself 
how you can let go of the tension, the fear, whatever it is that prevents you from embodying that. Start by embodying it yourself, practicing it, then bring it to other people and then catch yourself when you notice yourself shutting it down. That's the process. Though if you can work with someone or if you want to join the Goddess Embodiment Circle, we can dive into that with your one-hour session. Uh, but that's essentially the key and that's a beautiful revelation. So that's an example of something that is not ne- not necessarily darker. It's a lighter energy. It's whimsy. It's playfulness. But when it's relegated into the shadow, you lose the Shakti, the superpower. And I can't wait to hear how life transforms when you begin to really embody that consciously now. So make sure you make a conscious decision as to what you're going to do about that today. And this is my same invitation for you, every woman on this call. Right now, make a conscious decision about what next. What will you embody, awaken, let go of? What is it for you? Make a decision to do one thing at least. Write it down is the first step, then within the 24 hours from this call, do something to embody that, something to explore and unravel the tension that will prevent you from living it. That is my invitation to you because that is where the magic happens. So thank you all for being on this call. Thank you for being here and exploring Sacred Shadow Work for the Feminine. Deep blessings to you as you journey into your own shadow lands. And please email me, first of all, if you would like to be one of the first three women to join the Goddess Embodiment Circle today and receive a 60-minute complimentary session with me. And also email me if you would like to uh, share a celebration or a question and I can direct you to resources lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com thank you for being here if you like the show please share it with other women let's get more and more women from around the world to truly be soul satisfied because the impact that you have on others will be profound thank you loads and love from me and I look forward to connecting with you soon You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.